You know, also on the very first podcast, Happy Belated, we actually is amazing because it's it it's not often that you just start something and find yourselves along the way. I think that's how life is. I mean, if you want to go deep, but that podcast was very much like that, where we started it and then found something along the way with the whole, which was basically in essence the theme of our podcast thus far, which is the idea of to uh, to use it as a creative out output instead of the constant consuming that mm. the average person does in this world, like to to not just be a consumer, but to be someone who puts something into the world, puts something into the atmosphere that's positive, that that's creative. That's something that we can believe in. And that like touched a heartstring on like my brother. Really? <laughs> he even, he even said like, you know, that made me think about like what I'm doing in my life. Yeah. I so, like that. And what I like is that these things happen kind of naturally during the flow of talking. Yeah. And then you pick up on the theme and can put it into words. That's very uh, skillful of you. Well, I think it's just because I've, it just works out, doesn't it? At the end. It's very good, Jordan. Don't underrate yourself. You're doing great, mate. Can you throw me my phone? It has all the topics yeah. on it. I don't know if this is going to be on the podcast, but we're right at the beginning. <laughs> Jordan is drinking coffee, eating Belvitas. It's my first Belvita ever. That kind of be. It's not your I first. I promise Belvita. you, never had a Belvita, <laughs> and I know it because Where you've you had been? them so often. Yeah, yeah. So I wouldn't. Okay. I Fair don't enough. know. I'll believe you. I'll believe you. So, <laughs> so first good. off. Mija is not here. She is working, unfortunately. Does she get a yellow card? No, we can't give her a yellow card. If anything, we have to give you a yellow card. <laughs> oh, God. So the reason Mija's not here is because we were supposed to start at 9 a.m. There's a little bit of an inquest going on as to whether Jordan was awake at 9. He tries to claim that he was awake, even though I was awake. And I looked at him, and he definitely looked like he was sleeping. So, I mean, basically, Mija couldn't get here. Because we didn't get up in time. And yeah. when I say we, I mean Jordan. So Okay, I was just gonna say, man, that's such a cool like captain's thing for you to do. Take take we, responsibility. We. I but, said we, you know. But then but, you immediately put it yeah. <laughs> I say we, but you know. You so know. I'm gonna walk you through the scenario. Me okay. and Matthew. Walk us through. Uh we're roommates. What's our hotel? What, Hilton Garden Inn. Hilton Garden. We're in Raleigh. In Raleigh. Happy to be back in Raleigh. We'll talk more about your kind of connection to North Carolina in a second, Matt. But we are uh, we're entering our room. It's starting to get cold. The room's getting cold. So we're both kind of snuggling up into our, in separate beds, I mind you. It's very <laughs> it's a very good environment for, for sleeping and for sleeping for a long time. Me and Matt talk for way too long. Like, Did we? I, I mean, I wanted to go to bed like at 1130 and I think we picked up a conversation like 11.45 and kept it going. What were we talking about? Just soccer, I think. Arsenal, oh, Manchester United, that like signings. That was, like, that was like a 10 minute convo. It, I looked at the time, it was 12.30 and we started like at 11.45. I don't know about that. Time goes by quickly when you're having fun, Matt. Anyway, <laughs> so sets me up for an already tough sleep schedule. Wake up around 9. I'm not going to say it was right at 9 or right. Who woke up at 9? Me. me. I did. Oh, Jordan okay. Farr. He claims. And I look over at Matt and I can't see, I see his b body on the other bed and I see like his face kind of dug into a pillow. And so I just assumed, okay, we're good. Like he's not getting up. It's fine. And we never really, that's the problem was we never really communicated with who's going to wake up. 
we didn't. But right. th- this is from my side. I was awake at nine. Okay. I used my phone Debatable. for a little bit, looked at Jordan a couple of times. He wasn't moving. Eyes were closed. <laughs> I went to the bathroom, came out. He still wasn't moving. I'm a heavy like, sleeper. Then looking at my phone more, just kind of waiting. Got to around 9.30 and I was like, oh gosh, this is not going to happen. So I just kind of chilled until I knew I had to go to breakfast. And then I'll go down to breakfast and Jordan comes down like 10 minutes later looking like he's frigging <laughs> <laughs> been in a coma. <laughs> and then he's like, I was awake. I was like, yeah, it does not look like you're awake. You look like just hibernated for five years and just came out your hole. You know when you, when you wake up and then go back to sleep, whether it be like 10 minutes, 15 minutes. And you like hit a REM cycle, like within that 10 to 15. And then you wake up like it's another day. That's what it felt like. Yeah. And that's what you look like when you came down to breakfast. And then I said I was awake. Yeah. So I wasn't going to argue with you. I was just like, okay. So Misia's not here, unfortunately. No card for Misia. We're going to hopefully make this up to her by fitting another episode in somewhere. But we just wanted to put something out. I didn't yeah. want to leave it like two weeks because we have six, and was it 72? We're up to 72 listens, which new highs, new highs. Yeah, nice. I think the last count was eight. So <laughs> really doing it. Jordan is yet to promote the podcast. Yeah. Uh, so tell, tell us a little bit about your podcast my, promotion thing. My idea. Well, you have. Right, you put it on your on your. I've put it out there. You just put it on a story, Instagram story, right? And a post, a, a full Instagram post. Yeah. Okay, well then, and I, I tagged you in it, so. so I get, not even pay attention. No, I get confused on the tags because the pod will tag me, which I know you're in charge of, and then you're, and if I get you, like I just it blends. Okay. And I'm getting a lot of no- notifications right now. Okay. Because <laughs> I just posted lad. a picture. It's very popular, lad. No. I just want, I don't want posting it. Anyway, has Mija promoted it? No. Okay. So I'm so, late. I, I kind of wanted to be the third, like the last one to do it. But you were here the longest. Mija's been on one episode so far. So I was hoping for a little more support for my roommate. <laughs> teammate, it's fine. It's uh, fine. It's whatever. It's true. I, I, I'm just, I'm slacking. That's okay. I'm waiting. I'm a I'm a type of guy who wants to like the perfect scenario for things. Okay. But that's not gonna happen often. Do you anymore. want me to take a picture of you with this microphone, this trash can right now to really Is the background good? I mean I got it's a t- I got a TV and like some weird hotel some furniture. Old teacups that I've drunk. <laughs> a Belvita. It's really night. gonna show the sheen of the show. I think honestly you'll get most of the themes for sure. But the most what? Most of the themes. The you'll themes? Get, like T Belvita. That's true. TV, which represents consumerism. Oh my goodness! You see, this platform. is what I'm talking about. You tie it all together. A platform right here. <laughs> I'm pointing at the TV stand. It's our platform That's that we stand great. on. It's great stuff from Jordan. You're, st- you're after a flyer. <laughs> after you're a really making up morning. for a kilometer. After <laughs> <laughs> a shocking meeting, a uh, morning. I mean, okay. Um, well, yeah. So I, I guess I'll introduce the pod. Go ahead. This is the top top pod. The my name is top top pod by I, Jordan Farr. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, my name is Jordan Farr. This is I'm Matthew Watson. We're missing Mija Kin Kinley. Kinley, it's established now. But uh, it's okay. We're gonna get her involved in the next episode. Um, we are in the beautiful Raleigh, North Carolina. Good times. The professional soccer team in which we play for, based out of Indianapolis, Indiana, is playing against the professional soccer organization based out of North Carolina, Raleigh. 
tonight at seven o'clock Eastern. And we double header with the women's. Oh yeah, double header. Which which brings up a good topic. The women's. Well, team. first of all, we gotta start off with a shout out to Hackshaw. Yeah. Who's listened to the pod. Support from teammates is much appreciated. Yeah. So thank you, Hackshaw. It was it was surprising to hear some of the guys actually like because normally they just give you crap for things like banter, you know. Yeah. But like then like when you get like one on one with them, they're like, yeah, I actually listened to the pod. It was good. I'm like, okay. Yeah. Thank you. So Hackshaw said he'll listen. So hopefully he hears this. I think Maka said he listened to one too. Patty. Thanks, thanks guys. Yeah. Appreciate it. You're the reason we do it. The reason we do what we do. Your inspiration. Everything we do is for you. So I have to be careful now because we have 72 listeners out there. I'm just excited to find out who else is listening. I know. If you promote it, maybe we can reach 100. <laughs> who knows? Who knows? I, I'm i excited. Did you bring it up to your church group yet? That we I about? haven't. So I actually haven't. You were slacking me. I for, well, to, my church group was on Tuesday and it was a busy day. Um, we had a lot to get through. So I, I need to be better with that though because it's like, you know, it's, it's something about, it's, it's in my DNA We've got to get some stuff, some posters, some stickers, some t-shirts. So we were talking about that. Give merch. Give them away. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'll get on that. So North Carolina, Matt, holds a special part in your, it does for me as well, but Charlotte's more my connection. Um, I like Charlotte too. Charlotte's beautiful. It but is. for you, it's more Raleigh because of where you played. Time so explain a little bit about what your connection to Raleigh is. Yes, yeah, so I played for five years uh, in North Carolina. Uh Two different periods of my life. Uh, first time round was really good. Second time, not so much. So it definitely feels kind of like home still. I know it very well. I know the area. I know where we are right now. You know, things like that will make you feel comfortable. Uh, but I know after last time left a bit of sour taste in my mouth. And that was basically because the coach at the time kind of didn't like him. Not necessarily as a person, just as a coach. Uh, so, how long? It. How long were you here? You said cumulative five years altogether. So the first time, four years, two different coaches: Scott Schweitzer, Martin Rennie, and then finally Colin Clark. You guys, you guys had an incredible run with when Martin was coaching. Correct? Yeah, one year we we started off the season. I think we lost off the very first game, and then we went like a ten game on being streak. We we're flying top of the league. And then, you know, we had a lot of big personalities and that kind of upset the apple cart a little bit. A lot of very good players, a lot of big egos. And, you know, it was either we're going to destroy the other teams. Sometimes it was just like, I knew we were going to win. When everyone was tuned in, I knew we were going to win. But then sometimes it was just like, I know. Like, everyone went to score the goals, you know. Like, right. sometimes it became like, oh. He's he's scored more goals than me. I need to score goals, and then it ah. became like a battle for like it wasn't healthy statistics. It wasn't really healthy competition, was it? It it kind of started that way, but then <clears throat> Martin got the chance to go to Vancouver, yeah. and we kind of all knew that, and so like everyone was kind of out for themselves from that point onwards. Like I need statistics. I need to score to prove myself and to get onto the MLS team. So. How many players did he bring to Vancouver? I think the first year was five altogether. Uh, and then I think the next year he brought a couple more that didn't go the first time. But, uh, and you were part of that first group, right? I was part of the first group. It was like me, uh, I think Floyd, Franks, June Marks, Davidson, Brad, Knighton. 
Was Brad Rosen a part of that group? I think Brad came the year after. I think he went to yeah. Denmark first. Ah. And then came the year after. Very also, cool. I think maybe one more. I'll think about it. No, no. That's a, oh, Etienne. Etienne. Top, Etienne? Top yeah, Etienne Barbara. Such a sick name. Isn't there a guy named Essien who used to play for Chelsea? Michael Essien. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Different players. Different player. <laughs> Not the same player. Good segue, though. No, yeah. Chelsea. Chelsea. Chelsea, well, Chelsea. I want to talk, first of all, about the field. Like, a lot of people say this is the best field in America. Perhaps, perhaps. I mean, it's a field where when I look at it, I'm like, how could it get much better? Like, right. what else could you do to this field to make it better? It's perfectly flat. Right. Grass is a great it's level. Big. They have like full time ground staff. Like it's owned by the city of Kerry. They've got like seven amazing training fields. Like coming out here every day was awesome. Yeah, just like can't wait to go on the surface. Can't wait to play. That's cool. The it weather's does, generally pretty good. Yeah, so, it does change it. Like when you know you're gonna play on a nice surface, yeah, it gets you a little bit sure. more excited to, sure. to train in the morning. Like you can't wait to get out to practice just to right. be on the grass. Like, just to ping a couple balls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like at Grand Park, we, where we get to, to practice, it's like when they do, when it's like set up for us, when they mow and they yeah. water, it's, it's a, nice. an amazing surface. And you're it's right, nice. I do get excited when yeah, I see the grass getting mowed and then like the water, the sprinklers turn on. I'm like, yeah, you know, yeah. you get a little bit jittery and like you're like, oh yeah, I want to go play, you know? Yeah. It gets you like kind of like a kid again. I think one of the problems in America is that that experience for me at least has not been very often. Mm. it's been very few places where i've had a surface like that i'll be excited to play on but it is what it is you know yeah turf is turf you have to adapt <laughs> yeah that's right uh would you say the stadium is like fit for it like i've seen obviously the ground like the 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 grass and the field itself is is really good i i would rate the stadium that's like a 10,000 person stadium i think so they, like since i was here the first time they added some more uh, seats I think for college tournaments and stuff but yeah it's a nice stadium yeah. I mean it's simple but yeah. it's just what you need just what you need yeah. good for the love this level huh great 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 well do you want to talk a little bit about what's going on in the EPL transfers anything excited for you because we I mean we talked we, we talked a little bit about it yesterday I mean obviously Arsenal have actually made some signings uh no defenders which is kind of upsetting that was your biggest complaint yeah. last year wasn't it I mean it's just Mustafi for me, it's not good enough for Arsenal. Mm-hmm. Uh, He's listening to the pod as well, Socrates. Kashani, I think, wants to leave. Uh, we got Holden, who's like really young. I mean, I'm, our outside backs, I think we, we'll be good with, but like down the centre, we get killed. Yeah. And we've spent money, and I don't think... We might have signed one younger defender, but we haven't signed any big-time defenders, so... Hoping for an announcement of Umtiti any second. Ooh, that would be great. That would be tight. That'd He's be athletic. He can play, yeah. track people down. Now, we said something about Chelsea, and I wanted to bring this up to you because you're a product of an academy in England. Yeah. But we have Christian Pulisic, who's now going to be playing this season with Chelsea. As, uh, pretty, as an Englishman coming from an English academy. <laughs> that's me. That's you. For the viewers out there that understand soccer or don't, regardless, Christian Belusic is like, this is a pretty amazing thing that's happening for an American soccer. Yeah. Like in general, like we can all be proud of it because we're all involved. Yeah. Like as an American playing soccer or an American fan or just an American that supports soccer, 
this season's a really big season and not to put too much pressure on Christian Pulisic, not that he's listening to this at all. Let's play Fortnite sometime. If everyone knows 72 people tell 72 more people. We'll find We'll grow exponentially. For sure. Know, something like that. That's your homework, but we'll get to that later as well. How, like how big is that for, for America's American soccer to have? A I mean, like to be honest, you can probably speak to that better than me. Like to me, it's just another big, player going to England like I don't really think of him just as an American he's more than an American he's a player yeah. he's been in Germany he's played already at high level I, I don't think it'll be I'm not expecting him to do well to be honest okay. like he's already been in that world so long if he was coming from MLS it'll be different you know sure but obviously having him be at Dortmund for so long and tear it up for so long I think he'll be pretty good I mean and I think that's the big hump that we fail to get over right there what's that is the whole what you just said you don't view him as an american you just view him as a top top like yeah. as a top player yeah not top top is he top top he's top and a half i think he's proven half. himself at dortmund which is a very big club at a yeah. very high level i think if he can like really tear it up in the premier league i think do some for some reason doing it in two different leagues puts you in a different level for even sure. though messi hasn't yeah we've seen his greatness for so long but to show you can do it no matter the 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 league you're in and the team you're on shows kind of a different side to you. Which, and it's difficult. You see that it happens a lot where it doesn't work. For sure. Different system, different coach, different mm-hmm. league. It can be difficult. So it's always hit or miss. And sometimes it's definitely easier to stay on the same team. Yeah, Like sure. I feel like he could have stayed at Dortmund and had a, maybe not a messy s career, but, you know, go through his whole career and be like the man kind of in Dortmund. But. Dor- yeah, Dortmund's an interesting team isn't it they just produce a lot they bring a lot of players through sell them it's almost arsenal-esque yeah in that sense we take players point. to a high level and then we sell them it's a good point so um i as an american watching christian Pulisic like go through his life like it's just exciting to see that but i do fear the whole where like if you didn't go overseas as an american when you're 16 yeah it means you're not good you know, or you can't you can't potentially get it's to that level. Di- it's also difficult to go overseas yeah. in America. Like I think with uh, the visas and stuff, mm-hmm. it's not just like you can do it if you're good enough. Right, <laughs> you can do it if you're good enough, and you're playing so many games for your national team. Yeah, you know, and you know you have the connections or whatever. But it's definitely difficult from America, I think. But just like I said, I feel like maybe just the mental block of being American can be what's holding some players back, and for having sure. Pulisic do it maybe will help people realize it doesn't matter you and then you got Weston McKinney was wearing the captain's armband in Shelka's preseason match I think two days ago um which is just cool again it's it's exciting times um the USL championship is doing really well I, truly though like this whole USL brand yeah is pretty cool not that like we're associated with the USL at all <laughs> or the MLS or anything but we can still talk about it I'm sure I'm sure we can well that's Misha Anyway, Matt, do you have anything else you want to bring up about like the Prem or? I mean, you, you, you asked me how I feel about Arsenal, I guess. How, how do you feel about Man United? We talked a bit about it last night, but why don't you tell the 72 people listening in Hackshaw? In Hackshaw. And maybe Mecca. Um, this is tough. Like, uh, I love Ollie, and I think he, I've seen a lot of like documentaries and a lot of his interviews, and he really understands the tradition of Manchester United and what he has to do. And he, he knows the people to go to like he's constantly in 
he's in touch with the right people. He's getting advice from, I think, the right people. Now, is it going to translate to today's game? That's the question. And I think this is what that this is what the season is going to be all about. Um, we talked about like what signings they need. They just signed Harry Maguire on eighty-seven million. Now that's wow. an insane wow. number for a center back who isn't the highest rated center back in the world, but he did have a fantastic World Cup for England. Now pair him with a guy like Bai or Lindelof. I think he does well. We have Shaw on the left. We just have a new signing on the right. Is it Basoko? Juan Basaka. 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 And he's fantastic. Good player. I like him a lot. But And then we have Rashford, Marshall, some staples. Pogba's being very, very weird. We were talking about that. We have Matic, just signed Herrera away from to PSG. Uh, so we have kind of an open spot in the midfield. I think Matuidi would be a great signing. I don't think his contract's up or whatever. <laughs> I just like Matuidi as a but player. If you listen to Matuidi. I don't know. Jordan wants you to go to Man so. Yeah, well, like, and I don't know why I like am so stuck on. I was playing with him on FIFA uh, the other day. Well, and that's it was like, okay. If it works on FIFA, it'll work in real well, life. Like my brother was Manchester United, and because he's a fan as well, Nick uh. is, and um, and I was PSG, and Matuidi was like Boston Pogba around. And I don't. Me and Nick are l- kind of level on FIFA. I think maybe I. Ali, if you're listening, it's been tested, tried and tested. <laughs> Getting that transfer market, mate. Um. Uh, yeah. And Lukaku is probably going to get traded, it sounds like, to Juventus for Dybala, potentially, which would be interesting. And possibly Mandzukic. And possibly, like that would, if we could get Dybala and Mandzukic, I think we could. We could make some things happen. We could make something happen. They got Rashford and Marshall on the wings, potentially with Alexi Sanchez having a breakout year. <laughs> Another one. A re-breakout. Is that, it's a so re-breakout. Sad. You broke it's out at so Arsenal. Could he re-break out? It's so sad. He, I mean, he's a good player, man. I don't, I oh, don't yeah. know. I don't know what's well, going he, on. Well, he did it in Barcelona and he did it in Arsenal. And then Man U just broke him, man. I don't know what's up. Like, he put Arsenal on his back. He did. He was the one man out there I was, that I needed out there. I if he wasn't it. playing, we weren't going to win. And then he went to Man U. I was upset. And then he was trash at Man U. So, mm-hmm. no disrespect, Sanchez. Sorry, man. No. I, I love Jimmy. I love Jimmy. Do you think we should switch it up for the people that are listening that don't understand EPL or soccer? Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I always, I always quick, never know because like... Quick venture into that. I feel like... I mean, most people are going to be soccer fans that listen to this, Yeah, right? yeah. I'm just not like we're talking about the smaller teams of players. We're not getting <laughs> really into the weeds here. <laughs> Big names. Oh, ah, dang it. Mija's not here. Mija posted something about on her Instagram about face masks oh. not being accepted in the Western yeah, yeah. world. Um, we're going to get straight into that or we're going to wait for No, Misha? I'm saying I would love to talk about it because we wanted to talk about last night, but she's yeah, not here. She's not here. Because we'll, my we'll, fault is we'll my fault. It. We'll save it. Uh, you want to pull up some? I would love to pull up some topics. Okay. Um, for now, though, I want to ask you, what's your favorite thing to do in Raleigh besides play soccer on their nice field? It's a good question. There's actually a really good vegan restaurant here. Oh, there you I go. I do not remember what it's called, but I went there and it's amazing. Potential sponsorship? What are we feeling? If I could remember the name, maybe we can make this happen. But uh, <laughs> it's not a good start. I had, what do I have? I had fried chicken and waffles here. That was obviously oh. not real fried chicken. And man, it was amazing. Amazing. I should try and find out what that place is called. But uh, I know I just like the greenery. 
It feels good to be outside in Raleigh, I feel like. I mean, look outside. I, I know we, there's a Best Buy out there, but look at all the greenery behind it. <laughs> we have know, a beautiful Best Buy in an old Navy. I feel like they don't... Uh, what's the word? I'm going to use the word cut, but there's a better word I want to use. They're like greenery down. Like They haven't made sure the trees are a certain height or the grass. They just let stuff grow here. Kind of like... Kind of looks rough, but it yeah. looks natural, you know. Like you'll see a lot of like grassy areas where the grass is just really long, yeah. And like you know, the five thousand ticks in there and stuff. But that's how it should be. You animal know? life. Like, that's their home. So roaming free. Oh, no. side oh. note: animal light life. bulb. Let's go. Light bulb. There's oh, a you moth. About the moth. There's a moth on my bed last the night. The moth incident. And I was. It was a small moth, but it kind of like startled me because anytime you find like a bug in your bed, you especially at a hotel, you tend to freak out. You tend to freak out just yeah, because you, you, hotel question, especially, yeah. Yeah, you, you question the cleanse, the cleanliness. Because you said it was a tick and I knew it wasn't a tick. Right. And that was what my initial heart reaction was. <laughs> Your heart Which is reaction. bad because I think it was putting a preconceived notion mm. on a hotel, which is wrong of me. So uh, you just blame that sponsorship by the Garden Hilton Inn in Raleigh. Never going to be invited back here. And it wasn't a tick for everyone. It was, it, was it wasn't any sort of bed bug. It was just a moth that somehow got in. That was they're generally attracted to light. I think so it's maybe still just outside the room. What's so, that? Go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> and I was going to flick it because I was believe on that? my bed. And all of us. And precursor to this, Matt and I share the same locker room with Hackshaw, um, who's listening currently, and uh, he. We would find uh, what roaches, like tiny roaches, crawling around yeah, in yeah, our yeah. locker room, yeah. and Matt would. So we them. would obviously want to like step on them, or step on them, or expose of them, or get them out of the locker room by flicking or kicking them, or whatever. And Matt has to this day, every since he's seen a roach or any living bug, <laughs> in our in our locker room, I mean, he saved it with bond, a cup. But go ahead. And then so last night with the moth, he. He very much Saved his life. urged me not to flick it, which I wanted to flick it. And I don't know if it was going to kill it, but it was just going to get it away from my <laughs> it bed. It was going to kill it. You don't know. If, I mean, I feel Your like Your finger is like, it was like 30 times bigger than that little muff. It, it wasn't is. even a huge muff. It was a tiny little muff, guys. I was going to do it from the back. Anyway. From the back. <laughs> anyway, Matt, Matt truly lives a vegan life in every way. Now, some people, I don't know, bugs, that's going a little bit. I don't know, is that extreme veganism? Are you an extremist no, at no. that point? I don't know if I'll consider that vegan. That's just, it was unnecessary to kill it. I, my intentions weren't to kill it. It was simply a to get is off not my head. You. you know what I'm saying? It wasn't like a bumblebee or something. So. The moth the moth was in my bed on my, at that moment, since we're technically renting out the apartment, right? or not the apartment, the <laughs> hotel room. Help him. So this could potentially be conceived as my property for the night, right? Yeah. And so I was, the moth was invading on my property. So I don't know. I have every right, I feel like, at that point to remove of it. No, because it's not, not threatening you. I think it has to threaten you or threaten your life. In some states. For you to. If you're talking about, <laughs> I think it's just if you're on it. Yeah, I don't know what Texas for sure. Texas is. Yeah. If you're on the property, man, they can do whatever you want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why I don't live there, mate. <laughs> oh, 
don't need to eat another one of these things. Sorry. You for talk this. How do you feel about gun control, Matt? How do I feel about gun control? It's out of control here. There is no control. There is no gun. <laughs> I mean, coming from a country where you're not allowed to have guns, you know what I'm saying? The problem is the guns are already out there now. I was just looking at some gun statistics over there, and I know there's a lot of statistics out there, but there's more guns than people here. That's crazy. That's crazy. It's truly. Yeah. That's, I think... That's actually kind of wild to think about. It's the highest ratio of guns to people in the either in the world or Yemen maybe be first and wow America second but that is wild um I should really say for statistic if we we're gonna I, talk well about I grew this. up in a uh, well I mean I didn't grow up I grew up half city not half suburb suburbs and then half like r- rural suburbs mm. you, you know what rural means right yeah I don't yes, know. I know what rural Do they means, have rural it? and yes, the whole country is rural <laughs> compared to you. No, but I. So like a lot of people hunted and had guns and like, but they wouldn't. They're never trying to kill anybody. They just wanted to go hunting or to protect their house. But generally, it was just for hunting, and then the protecting the house came second. But I know there's a lot of people that want it for that whole amendment purpose of like overthrow of the government if they get out of, out of hand, which is like what owning guns originally was like intended for. But we want to talk about original intention of the constitution. There's a lot of things that were happening at the time of the constitution that were pretty sketchy, like the 13th amendment slavery. <laughs> <laughs> so it's tough. Cause like a lot of original intentions were not what society is today. And so that's, that's, that's a tough thing. But I mean, my thing is, this is how I look at it. If I have a gun, someone breaks into my house and they have a gun. Right. Someone's dying. Someone's going to die. Someone breaks into my house with a gun and I don't have a gun. They're probably just going to take my stuff, but no one's going to die. Yeah. So. What now, if they don't have a gun and you have a gun. Then they're probably going to leave. That's, I, that's, I and think. then if no one has a gun, you'll be fine. Then so like knife fights. But the thing is, everyone has a gun in America, so. So in England, yeah. when burglary happens, burglary. Yeah. When someone burgles. <laughs> Good old burglary. <laughs> um, is it generally like, okay, well, shoot, you're in my house. You're obviously wanting to cause harm on me if I don't give you my stuff. So here's my stuff. Or d- Well, that, isn't that sure how it should be? Yeah, I mean. Like, but what America- is that precious that is worth? of you killing someone else or being killed for nothing I think well, apart from family I think that's the idea like people want to protect their families and they feel that like but in a someone, burglary you're not it's a kidnapping is when you're taking people right I think the thing is guns are not if it's a kidnapping they're gonna find a way you know and I can just drag you off the street but I know we're getting a little off topic here I'll just, and dark I mean you can just look at the <laughs> statistics of countries that have guns and don't have guns and the amount of like mass shootings or shootings in general. Right. And then it's, for all, sure. it's all there for you. But the problem is the guns are already out there. So how can you get them back now? And, and I, again, I I'm coming from a back. I think it's always important. Um, we talked about this a Cultural ton. differences. Some, yeah, that we're all, we all come from a very, very, like in all issues, we all come from such different backgrounds with different hurts, with different passions, with different like stories. 
And I, and like, I think we talked a little bit about this on the first podcast or it just could have been a conversation we we're having, but like, until we start asking questions on why we believe what we believe, there won't ever be true understanding because it's just a bunch of people sharing opinions and not asking questions. And I think for this particular conversation, there doesn't have to be one answer. Never. Yeah. Like you guys have guns, we don't have guns. Yeah. I just look at the results. I think our results are better than your results. But I also don't believe that at this point you can get everyone to give their guns exactly. back. It's like too so, late is what you're yeah. saying. Yeah. Yeah. I just I just always want to operate on a basis of like trying to understand always that what the other what the other person says and like form not form my opinion based on that, but like have that impact than how I think about that topic you're very open right open to opinions right but but i want to also say that i am firm on what i believe in as well even though that sometimes comes comes across where it's like oh he's just open about anything yeah i still have base but i mean to be fair you don't have to be firm on every single subject for subjects you just you know for sure I love that. Yeah, that's a lot good of subjects for me, I, I'm not firm on this because I can't do anything about it. So, yes. like the gun control, like I don't believe it's okay to have guns and you shouldn't have guns, but there's nothing I can do about it. So I'm not going to be out in the streets marching right now. Right. Someone. It's not my country. This is a story again that I heard. I'm not going to reveal who told it to me. Why? I don't know. Just I believe in confidence. Is it like controversy? Well, I mean, it's story. about like you'll find out. Okay. I, Maybe I will reveal. I don't know. I'm gonna go through it, just saying that as a premise. Can I decide if we reveal it? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, like, yeah, we'll decide. But um, he's from an area where there was a lot of like. He is a he. We're already getting down. Ah, Dang it! Narrowed it down too much. Let's take fifty percent right there. Um, he's in an area where there is a march, uh, a march going on, and it was a Black Lives Matter march. Mm. And this particular person is white. Um, and he down again. Was that? Yeah. yeah narrowing it, narrowing down, it down. Well, I mean, yeah. White male. It's important. It's important because, okay. yeah. Um, and a lot of the times people have certain opinions and when they see a march that's going on, a lot of times when they don't understand it, but they have a view, they'll immediately just form an opinion, talk to the people they're comfortable with, post about it on Facebook, and then do nothing else to engage with that, that people group. Not to say not to say this person had anything against this people group, because he didn't. He simply wanted more information and wanted understanding, and so instead of berating that person, not saying anything, going like do or anything that you could potentially think of that could not impact that group or impact himself. That's just kind of self-searching. He went and instead talked to the person holding the sign. And asked one question. He said, what does that sign mean to you? Like, what do those words mean to you? And it said, Black Lives Matter. And he then, this person went on to go and tell a story, which is generally what we have as humans. Is was the story. person black or white? The person was black. And he went on to say how his cousin was a product of police brutality. And that, not his cousin actually, sorry. This was his father. Um, and he like watched his father like get beat down um, in front of his very eyes, and then he has someone else that he knows that was killed. Not necessarily, not so, not that the killing wasn't a part of police brutality, but it simply was just like a, a killing. He got killed. Yeah. And um, 
he talked about where he grew up, where his family grew up, the struggles that he had to deal with every day. And he said, that's why I'm holding this sign because I believe this matters. Like my life matters. And that's all, that's all he knew how to, for him, that's like what he did to, to help to like put that to words essentially. And so it just kind of taught him the person who told me this story, like just because someone is supporting a side of thing doesn't mean like everything, like there's just so much more to things I think than we understand as, as someone who's maybe on the outside looking in or again on the inside looking out or inside looking at a different, uh, the different side. There's just more, there's so much more. And I think until we say, what does this mean to you and understand from their perspective, that's when we can start really diving in to think about what is truth and what people actually feel and why they're hurting and all that. Yeah, It's difficult. I think on top of that is like a lot of that person's life is dictated by how they were raised. Yep. So if someone's a racist, for example, if their parents will always tell them, you know, just for example, black people do this, they do that. Like they grow up just believing that if they're not interacting with black people. So like as much as, you know, you still don't love racists unless you know the whole story, you can't like, it's it's hard to judge people because if they don't have the information, it's like how I feel about being a vegan. Like growing up, my mom and dad fed me whatever they fed me. This is good. Yeah. But the food education wasn't there. So it's, yep. it's not their fault if they were feeding me crap, you know. And then a lot of my life, I just ate crap, but I wasn't getting the nutritional information I needed. And now I have the information. Now it's up to me. But yep. until I had that information, you know. Yeah, it's hard to blame people. And like both, like both, like if you're growing up in poverty and you have to literally steal things to survive. Yeah. Or you have to like make money any way you can. Yeah. It's Crazy. difficult when it come when 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 survival or like just trying survival. to make it, yeah. and that's again all you know, and that's all we're trying to do is survive. So it's tough. I'm gonna have to eat another cashew bar. Sorry, listeners, but we definitely don't want to be. Make me I mean, life. Like obviously, yeah. If you're in a mo- if you're in a difficult situation, you have to do like survival is key. <laughs> but like, how can we get to a point where it's not just about survival? You know where it's about like thriving and making others better. Like it's difficult to be at that point. Like I think that's, no one wants to just be in a survival mode. Everyone wants to be to a point where it's like, okay, now I've made it or I'm at least comfortable. Now what? I think people struggle with that. Now what portion of their lives because all they're thinking about surviving and then they're there. And then it's like, they have either a sum of money, they have a relationship, they have a situation. And now it's like, what do I do with it? Yeah. And like on that, I feel like, the more money you make, the more you feel like you need to survive. Ooh. In, in my opinion. The more money you make, the more you feel like you, you feel need. like you need to survive when you really don't need that much. Oh, yeah. You know? It's, yes. So let's say like, right. I'm in the, I'm just making out, I just started at work. Mm-hmm. I'm not making much money. Like my, my first thoughts are I need enough to pay my rent. Yeah. Pay food. Yeah. Whatever. And I'm working with this similar type people right in the work i'm doing we're all making similar we're all trying to survive but then maybe you get promotion now you're making more money you move up a level and then you see what everyone else has That's at that right. level and you're like oh they have this they have that but you basically you've already got past your actual needs you know for sure Safe, safety uh food drink whatever you need you know and then yeah. you're like oh but i need like a nicer car right because everyone yeah 
I need a nicer house. I need this and that. I mean, like, and I think that's why Bob Marley has like a famous little interview where he's talking about riches and he says, mm. "What kind of riches are those are you talking about?" Like, he, someone asked him, like, "Are you rich?" Is it what do you mean? Yeah. yeah. And you know, like, I feel like for me at least, as long as I'm happy, I can eat and I've got a roof over my head, I'll be okay. Whereas, yeah. like, the more you make, I feel like the more you need. Yeah. It's tough to, especially in this world, determine value. Because you want to be like, I want to make sure that I am. It's just weird because like, w- what line do you ride at that point? Because, like, you want to you want to know your value and want to you want to be valued for what you can produce on the field in this instant. And we're talking about our profession, but a lot of the time, what you said is so true. It's like I could get paid minimum and do coaching, do the extra stuff, and like make it by comfortably. Like we have a good setup in this specific team, you know, Yeah. teams, are, some teams are different, but it's like the more you progress, the more you do well, or the more that, you know, you feel like your, your value has increased. You can't help, but like want to reach out and like get a little bit more, you know? And I don't think there's anything wrong with that necessarily, but yeah. then once you get to like, and again, I'm not talking about anyone specific and yeah. I don't know the ins and outs of like, the people that run these companies and stuff, but these multi-million dollar companies who are like cutting corners and are yeah. causing harm by like... You Skipping know. out on taxes, like just doing stuff, yeah. Yeah, and are they giving back? I don't know, I'm sure a lot of them do. Sure. But I think that the currently the rich are getting richer and the poor are getting poorer and the middle class is disappearing. So mm. something's not right. We're getting a little deep, George. Can we go and find lighter for us? Yeah. <laughs> Just a few closing, few, few closing thoughts. Okay. Again, a mentor of mine once told me a story. He's like, he's going up in the world, getting my, progressing in my career, and he, very similar to what you're saying. Like he got raises or he got promoted, so that led to new houses and new things and new like desires essentially. And he basically said like he was so unhappy at the point when he was like running a company and at a very high level of like class and society that once he got to this level, like he was in this neighborhood and he was looking around and he saw all these like really nice houses, like really, really high level, beautiful houses, not like mansions level. I'm not going to go there, but just, he looked around the street and he's like, man, my house is one of the, like, it's not very good compared to these. Yeah. But there was a moment when he th- when he realized if he would have put that house in the his original neighborhood when he started up this company or started up working for this company, he would be the richest person in that like in that area, whole suburb, whole yeah. area. And it's like at the end of the day, it's about perspective. Well, like what? How do you view yourself? How do you view your personal value? And is it determined by others around you, or is it determined by like yourself? <laughs> I like that, George. But that's my closing. Do you have any closing thoughts on no, that? No, no, that was a great right to round out. I'll just leave it there. So I'm feeling heavy now. <laughs> hey, it's good to get heavy. <clears throat> it's good to get heavy sometimes. Do you want to talk about, um, do you know much about this whole Area 51 deal? Very, very different subject. Plot, everyone's going to get to storm Area 51, basically. Do- but someone, didn't someone, the sheriff or something, come out and say, no, you're not going to do gonna that. Happen. We're ready. Do you know the date of it? I don't know. I don't know either. Should we but save this for 
It we'll brings me on research. to what's that? Should we do some research before we talk about this? Or? Oh well, I'm I, where I was going to go is like how people can get behind something for various different reasons, like outrageous. Like this was an outrageous, and I'm I saw you know more about it. Can well, I saw the I saw the interview from the guy who who like started this whole Air Fifty One thing, and he looked exactly what I thought he was going to look. Is he <laughs> like, white? Gamer, gamer, long. long, long black hair. Oh my god! Like had like wears a Naruto bandana <laughs> and like has a cape on in the oh, interview. I love it already. I love it. I might go now. And it's like, again, <laughs> it's all good. And he started this Facebook group, and somehow it gained traction. Like somehow, like, and I'm saying if if this can gain traction, there's no limit to what we can promote. I agree. There's no limit. Even though you can't just promote nah, this podcast. I knew this was going to get brought up. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just weird to me that... But you know what? I, like, yeah. I think it's because people are just tired of the speculation. We, ju- we just want to know. Just let us know what's in there. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. For this And specific- again, this yeah. is like a typical sci-fi movie trope. But right. it's always like the government doesn't think we can handle the information. Right. <laughs> That's what always happens in these movies. Yeah. And maybe it's true, maybe it's not, but... You know, if they go in there, let me know because I'd like to know if they're, they're out there. It it seems to me implausible that we are the only life in this huge universe, but that's just me. Do you think, like, let's go theoretical real quick. Okay. Do you think, Amer- like, could we handle that? Like, if we, let's say Area 51, like, just gives us, not maybe not all the information, but at least starts pouring out some of what they have. And, yeah, they have like let's say let's start with something small they have like a ufo remnants like so an unidentified unidentified space yeah foreign that's not too big for us i don't think but like okay so and then the rabbit trail continues and then it's progressing into like okay now there's there's an alien yeah how do you think we would handle that i haven't done a survey but i think i would think there are aliens out there so you're already in that 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 school of thought. Yeah, I don't I don't know if we found them or if we've seen them. Obviously, I haven't got that information, but I think they're out there somewhere. I don't, I don't know if they're anywhere nearby. It's such a big universe, but it would to me it wouldn't be crazy. I don't know if that's how most people feel. But us like having an alien or some or you know someone from it would be huge. Is alien derogatory? I don't know. We haven't. is that like a derogatory remark towards you know what i think in this landscape it would be huge news for a while and then you know ninja would switch to mixer and then we'd all forget about it (laughs) or whatever you know what i'm saying there's a lot of really interesting movies on that there's one um like documentaries or movies no movies where it's like again i can't remember the darn name of it independence day that's a great one um, I'm I'm more thinking of the one where Arrival. No, have you seen that one? I don't think so. I'm thinking of the one where like these creatures come to Earth. There's this big spaceship over this city, um, and then they like have their own refugee camp, like these space creatures, and like they're almost treated as second. But like we've gotten used to them. Is that the TV show V? No, we've gotten used to them, and they're like living in these like refugees or. Uh, they're like living as refugees, essentially, like in like horrible housing scenarios, and they're almost treated district like, five or district nine. That one, district nine, district nine. That was, yeah. I think, that's what. It, no, 
Ah, but anyway, it's just interesting when movie when like writers take it to the next level and like what would it be like if they actually came down, lived amongst us? Like how would we deal with it? What would it look like? And I think some of these movies do a good job at like theoretically displaying what could I potentially feel like happen. if they had the technology to get here, they're not getting captured by us. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, for sure. Like as far as I know, I think we, we haven't got the technology to go anywhere else. So for them to be able to make it here, they must be in a very advanced civilization. Like Guardians of the Galaxy, like yeah. But I mean, that's the thing. Like when I say aliens, like it could they could just be like little microbes on a yeah. distant planet out there somewhere. Like, like I I think life is out there somewhere. If it happened once, in my opinion, it's happened somewhere else. Like, right. So yeah, that's that's an interesting discussion though. Like, it just be so. <laughs> It would be wild to see what what people would make of like alien what life. Happens if they're shapeshifters and they're already here. Ooh, love that from you. Thank you. Love that from you. What if you're an alien? Exactly. You kind of you can I could believe it. I could believe if you told me to get these microphones to work on this computer. <laughs> that is technology. out of this world already. Because I don't know how you do it sometimes, but. I like that topic. I think. I think it is interesting. It's very interesting but, to think about what you'd do if you like now have this knowledge. Of like, okay, it's official. There's there's people from a different planet, and we somehow have had access to them. Does that mean Transformers? Is that the movie? Yeah, that's a top movie. Top movie. They they kind of got diluted towards the end. Who's though. your favorite Transformer? Have you seen the new Bumblebee movie? Great movie. That's one of the better Transformers movies yeah. I've seen. Michael Bay, terrible. He's terrible. really ruined it. Terrible. He, by the end, the first one was fantastic. I thought first one was good. Well, I think part of that is the first one of anything is usually good. Yeah, and because if they're going to make more, the first one has to be good. It has to be. And they made like five. I feel yeah, like they just started getting. First of all, even in the first one, it's hard to tell when they're fighting which one is which. Whereas in Bumblebee. They're more like the old school Transformers, yeah. and you can tell. And that's what I like. I yeah. like the old school Transformers yeah. cartoon. Yeah, it got really. I it was one Mark Wahlberg, like Mark Wahlberg, incredible actor. I love him personally. I like but him too. He's like sure. that was a tough movie. The the Transformers movie he was in. Yeah. It just wasn't. Yeah, it's convoluted. I, it was too much CGI. Christopher Nolan, if you're listening. I need a Transformers movie from you. That would because be what so he did for sick. Batman. If you could do that for Transformers, I would. Be, I love Transformers, by the way. I don't think you know that. I love Transformers. Really? Is it one of your favorite? Like, it's probably my favorite. Like, kid thing. Are these superheroes? They're aliens. That's why I brought it. I know, but like, I mean, compared to us, they're superheroes. They like, yeah. but there's a group that is good, and there's a group that's bad. But you know, the like Autobots. How, yeah, the, of course, Decepticons. For those who don't know, for those who don't know. Um because like marvel has you know marvel has i have actually Iron have Man. two of the transformers comics i think marvel does it, no i have two, oh, okay but i think it's owned by idw oh, okay that's what i was asking yeah. like what yeah cool so go on so i was just asking who is your favorite transformer oh, great question i mean i think everybody's gonna say either bumblebee or um optimus prime i'm not most people um, I it's an obvious choice. I really so I don't remember his name, so it doesn't. What does really, he look like? It was the Porsche in the first one. Oh gosh, he's a silver Porsche, silver and he like Porsche. he did he did like his thing was to do the breakdance move as he came out of his transforming. I thought that was cool. My favorite is Soundwave. 
he is the one who's a, like a cassette player, like a boombox, and he opens up the cassette tape and different ones would come out, like Rampage and, I'm sorry, Ravage. It's Ravage. You know, he's like a cassette player, he opens, and then another Transformer comes out. Okay, yeah. It turns from a cassette tape into a, something else. There's he wasn't in the first ones. one. He was in the second one for sure, I think. In the second movie? Second like movie. I don't know if he's in the movie. Even if he has, he doesn't look like how he's supposed to look, okay. in my opinion. I haven't seen a couple of later ones because I got so bored after the yeah. first couple of hours. Or yeah, Michael Bay. Again, I did like the first one, but too much CGI. Okay, too much CGI. How did Shia LaBeouf do? I What's loved your... him in the first one. Do you rate him as an actor? I love him. I love him. I think he's a great actor. Yeah, I love him. He's a fan. Like he takes roles and like totally just goes after him. Yeah, you I know. Like and it's crazy that he was a Disney freaking star for. Uh, Lizzie McGuire, right? I don't, I don't know. I'm that deep. I'm not that deep. Really? Eagle Eye. Have you seen Eagle Eye? Yep. Great movie. Um, have you seen? I don't know about great, but have you seen the one where he's like kind of starts off as like a weird stalker who's on probation? I have not seen that one. Is that new? No, it's it's an older one. It's uh, I can't remember what it's called, but it's like a scary movie. It's supposed to be a scary movie. It's been a lot. Uh, McEnroe versus the tennis movie. I can't remember what's in that one. Versus something, but he. He just takes roles and goes with them. <coughs> favorite actor for you? That's difficult. Let me think on that. Do you have yours favorite? Readily available. It was Will Smith. Will Smith was Good like. Actor. I Am Legend, Seven Pounds. Uh, <laughs> the Pursuit of Happiness. I liked him in Hitch too. Like Hitch was just a classic comedy. Good. He's just one of the actors. We were kind of talking about Friends yesterday. Ooh, and good, how yeah. those actors kind of haven't really flourished after Friends. Uh, maybe you've been successful somewhat, but probably haven't reached where you thought they would reach. Not at all. Will Smith has done great to go from that like TV show, which Fresh he's Prince, baby. very famous for, to still being famous after. Netflix. And he can do Prince. like comedy and he can do drama. That's always difficult, I think. Yeah. Uh, favorite actor. I think mine's changed, but I want to hear yours. Okay. It's hard. I have a lot. I really like... Uh, I really like Leonardo DiCaprio. I think he's great, but he's also like movies that I like, like in Inception. I love him. Oh, bro. Tom Hardy's great. There's so many good actors. Tom Hardy's a great I mean, actor. Obviously Denzel. I feel like Denzel is, he can only act once like way, yep. but he's, he's mastered that. Like you give him a police cop role, mm. a police cop, a policeman <laughs> role. And he nails it. Blue. Yeah. Uh, Dude, gangs uh, is an American gangster. American gangster, but he he kind of plays the same person. He kind of just plays one role, yeah, and can do it for like characters that have some authority. He's good in Junkie, where he's not that role. Have you mm. seen Junkie? No. I think his son needs a transplant, and he basically holds the hospital. I have seen until that he gets one. The transplants he needs. That was a bit of a different role for him, for sure. Bit of a different role, but well, generally he he's less always power. Yeah. yeah, generally he's always like, what's the movie? The bank robbery. You know that one? You know. I think so. Okay. Who's his, Inside who's, Man. Inside Man. Who's his... The bank robbery one? What? Who is his... Uh, he's not the actor. robber. He's a police officer who comes to sort it out. It's doesn't, called Inside Man. Doesn't Denzel and Mark Wahlberg have a movie? They do. I don't know what it's called. It's, it's one that has not to do... I feel like more recently, he's been a couple of these more like uh, studio movies where it's just like a moneymaker. Yeah. Yes. The content Box is not going to be there. Whereas earlier, in my opinion, he was more in, you know, I don't know, maybe there were still studio movies as well, but 
you, it was a little bit deep. I don't like these, like, I'm going to get two guys and have them shoot out kind yeah. of movies and yeah. just action for, like, two hours. I don't need action for two hours. More, more on Leo. Top man. I, I have to, I have to see, every, like, for me, like, if he's in a movie, I have to see it. I'm going to have to see it. Because I'm so interested on how he plays roles and what he does, like, because he's such a freaking massive actor. I think the older I've got, the more I appreciate the, I guess, the producer, mm. like Christopher Nolan. I'm watching every movie he makes. Yeah. I'm not necessarily watching every movie. You've made me like that more. Leo is in. To look. Okay. Because like he's in this new movie, right? Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. That looks great. Who's the producer for that one? Quentin Tarantino. Yeah, love him. I, lo- I love Django. Yeah. I don't know. I haven't, to be honest, I haven't seen a lot of his movies, but it's a lot of like kind of gory. Uh, and Glorious Bastards. I mean, they're like very heavily stylized, in my opinion, in the way he likes to do things, yeah. but they're not necessarily my favorite movies. I like Christopher Nolan's like scripts. Yeah. I like, I just like the way they film. Camera angle. Yeah. I mean, we watched The Dark Knight. <sighs> this movie is just. Imagine taking Batman and the Joker and making me care. You know, taking yeah. such a like he, cartoony thing, and this is where why I wanted to do Transformers. Yeah, so I think if anyone can bring them into reality, oh, that would be yeah. so sick to see like a grittier Transformers. Yeah, yeah, just, more real, just deeper. Yeah, de- like nothing's on the line in Transformers. Nothing. Really. Like they're just destroying cities, <sighs> and like two weeks later, it's all, it's all good. We fixed it all. Yeah, it's fine. There's no no, no, re- no repercussions yeah, yeah, for anything. Yeah. I I was gonna say so. I got Will Smith. Like kind of all time childhood favorite actor, Mark Wahlberg's turned into someone that because I follow him on Instagram too. He's just a really good guy yeah. all around. Um, and he's he's like him and him and Will Ferrell and the other guys is a fantastic comedy. I was in that one. They're like cops or something. Yeah, yeah, but and they drive a Prius, so it also hits oh, me in the soul. I got you it. Know? I got it. Um, but you, man, do you feel like when you go on iTunes and you look at a movie and you look at the cover? You can tell whether or not you're gonna like that movie. That's why I haven't watched that movie because I just look at the cover and, I'm like, and it's just them flying through the yeah, air. Yeah. I'm like, I'm not gonna like this movie. I think you'll think it's funny for sure. I would think it's funny, but is it two hours worth investing in? That is it. Am I gonna come out the other end any better a person? I mean, not many movies are gonna be like that oh, though. The Dark Knight changed me. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. I watched it ninety times. That are you a big like Lord of the Rings kind no, of a guy? No. no, I don't know. Like, yeah, like mythical stuff. I don't know. Not really. Mythical, the movie's three but hours, and when it came out, I feel like I just didn't have three hours I wanted to waste in my life with wizards at the time. Not yeah. big Harry Potter. Not not big on Harry Potter. No. Yeah. No. I mean, those big like books that turned into movies. I don't know. Lord of the Rings for me, it's something that like for some reason my family just really held on. It's because my older brother was really into. He really is still into knights and like in medieval stuff. Uh, he's 30. <laughs> really? Yeah. He's still into knights? Yeah, yeah. Like, you mean, like, knights around table? Uh, like, just medieval stuff. Like, oh, he yeah. just is fascinated by it. That's the, fine. That's fine. Yeah. Like, by that. And I still like Batman, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's just what, for. No what, judgment here. It's a judgment free podcast. 100%. No judgment ever. Um, but yeah, but he, so he got our whole family into that. We, I have some shocking YouTube videos that I'm sure we could still find about me and my brother, like, my brothers have like making these weird videos about like sword fighting just because we were kids, man. Like we didn't have, I didn't have a phone. My, yeah, par- yeah. my parents didn't let us have phones. 
And they weren't really anything Duncan back Jim. in the day. What's that? They weren't really anything back in the day. Yeah. You couldn't yeah, you could play Snake. Yeah. You could play like PlayStation. Like we play PlayStation yeah. 1 a ton, like FIFA or something. But well, what, how'd we start this? Was this Area 51? Are we still took we took to that movies. Transformers or into movies? I think we just went to movies. Yeah. So random. Random. You should That's look it up the video though. It's bad. I, if it got out to the team, I'd get a lot of crap for it. Well, you just put it out to our 72 listeners. Okay. Look for it. Gonna tell I, some I feel like people. when you're eight, I feel you get a little bit of a of a grace period. No, 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 not with this team. <laughs> Everything's this team. held accountable. Yeah, it's held good. accountable for every action. What's some embarrassing things that you did when you were a kid? When I was a kid, that's difficult. I don't think you mean like in terms of how I played. So, like, yeah, I mean, just it's kind of open. Yeah. All I did, George, was play football. Uh, I used to get figures. I used to love action figures. And I used to use those, though, to play football. Mm. I would get like a marble or, I don't know if you know the okay. game Sabutia. This is good. This is good, yeah. You know the game Sabutia? You know what that is? It's like a tabletop soccer game. You basically get like a felt field and you get these heavily weighted little soccer players. You can get different teams. You buy the team pack separate. And I would take the goals off that and the ball and use those and like go through little scenarios and action figures. I have the Ghostbusters, Ninja Turtles. I had all those guys. And I would, sounds... But I'd just have them all playing football. Like everyone was football all the time for me. That sounds fun now. <laughs> yeah. 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 It probably would be. But I used to, Sabutio, I used to get Jenga blocks and set them up around the outside of the field, like advertising boards. Oh you know, my perfect. gosh. And then I would That's get so my Lego men and stack them like fans and stand and play these like little make-believe side games. I would have wrestling figures like Hulk Hogan, Jake Snake Roberts, and they'll be playing soccer. I had Visionaries, top, top show. The Visionaries were the best figures because they had like really bendy limbs. Oh good, yeah, yeah. So they could do step overs and stuff. Whereas like the wrestling figures were very like rigid. Like Hulk Hogan's arms just moved. The rest of his body <laughs> didn't really move. So he would be like goalkeeper. Classic <laughs> Stick him in the net. Mate. I knew you were going to say big that. Saves. I thought you were going to say like a nine, like a big nine yeah, or a goalkeeper. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, I just, I, I know I had Transformers. Love who, Transformers. Who would be your number six like in that setup? My number six, like probably Egon Spengler from Ghostbusters. Center defensive mid. Yeah, yeah, he's tall. Get about the field, his big legs. But he didn't bend at the knees. <sighs> so he wasn't good for attacking. So he just like block tackle, slide tackle, you know. That's so, okay. Who's your creative player? The Visionaries, one of the Visionaries. Visionary? I don't know the names. That was like a really early show. I don't think it's done anymore. That's but, so uh, sick. Yeah, they, they could just do step over. They could bend 360s, whatever we, you want. We had a Lego, um, like full size soccer field. Like, I mean, sorry, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like the Lego guys were the size of we, if we were to be standing on a soccer field, yeah, if that makes sense. Roughly. In Lego. Yeah. And uh, you could move, you could like flick them backwards. Like they had like little springs on the bottom oh, of them. Okay. And you could have a ball and flick them backwards and like try to score. And we, I found that was so fun. That was good. That yeah. was me and my younger brother. I thought about getting another Sabuya set. Yeah, play, play with Theo now, but they also had another one called Pro Action Soccer, and it was magnetic, so the ball would stick to the guy, and it would be like sandwiched between two pieces of plastic. You push the guy down, the plastic bits would squeeze, well. and the ball would pass. So you could so pass, sick. flick him forward. That was nice, but it, uh, it helps you learn the game a bit too. I mean, I imagine you have no, a really good just, IQ coaching. Come uh, on, not that age. You're just trying you, to score from every. Yeah, you'll be a center defense 
you're in the box, just trying to smash it down the end of the field. That's so funny. At a young age, my uh, coach always told me, like, every time you are doing anything with soccer, think tactically of why you're doing it. What age? When you say young age? What? I'm going to say eight. Yeah. Eight. Yeah. Like, he he just was really trying to. That was the same age. Like, you, one of my coaches said, just have a ball at your feet at all times. Like, at the dinner table, going to make, like, going to, like, grab something, like, going to the bath, like, just playing with a ball at your feet. A lot. That's a lot of time. I don't know. I never, I never had out. those coaches, but it's good for you. Has it helped? It, yeah. I thought it did. I I told a kid a kid I was coaching on Monday that like I think he should do that for sure, just because he had all the athletic sets of like that you want like in a in a winger, but like he doesn't have the foot skills down yet. Yeah. And so just getting the ball. I mean, once you say like juggling, getting the ball at your feet is something that people can do. Yeah. On their own. Yeah, definitely. I always tell the players that I coach like. You should be doing more than just come see me once a week. Of if you want to make it like, oh, you just play every day in England. Every day. Every day. As soon as the rain would go in, which wasn't much in England, but mm-hmm. I'd be out smashing my garage doors. Mm-hmm. My dad would get upset because mm-hmm. I'd dent the doors. But I was always, if I could be outside playing, that's my number one yeah. thing to do with a soccer ball. Like, But I didn't need anyone. But a lot of time in England, other people are playing. So you could easily so cool. join the game. But like, I'd use the garages, use the side of the garage, use the brick walls, so that one would rebound to me. I'd just, I'd always be playing. Did you live like in a neighborhood, like a cul-de-sac? Cul-de-sac. Okay. There was a little like, basically tarmac, like rectangle that we always used to play at. Tight. Right, like maybe you could get there in a minute from my house. See, I get so excited when I see those like little football pitches, like. like the thing is, it doesn't have to be a pitch. Right, you right. You make anything to pitch. Like in that's school, you play every day. Like first school, middle school, high school, I used to play football. I didn't like my recess was football. Yeah. Like there was no other games going on. I was getting out there. I used to skip lunch at high school yeah. just so I could play football. Mm-hmm. I never used to wait for lunch. I used to just go buy like candy bars and Coke so I could just go and play football. I'd come in, grass stains all down me. And like you have to sit through school for the yeah, next two hours. Sweaty. Like <laughs> yeah. it was 100%. Everyone was in line every every time we play out Every there. single time. Bragging rights for the rest of the day. Yep. So, you feel good about yourself yeah. too, like prideful. Yeah. Muddy pants. I, I used to wear a blazer at high school. Take my blazer off, stick it as the goalposts. Like everyone to take it off. You and your shirt, you get grass stains on your shirt, your ties. Too tight or it's off. And this is what it's all about. Playing, yeah. This was all about right here, man. It's good times. Good times. Do you feel like so when you think of those times, obviously think about like the feeling of it all. Like you just felt good playing. You just wanted to play all the time. You yeah. didn't care when, what, who. Yeah. You just wanted to play. Yeah. That's, I mean, been, that's England. That's England. That's yeah. all that matters. There's no no one baseball. Like people did play cricket and rugby, but you needed like for cricket, you need the stuff. You can't get the stuff. Stuff is just easy to play. For sure. Rugby, no, I never remember ever seeing a rugby ball in like lunchtime. It's not like you can't casually play rugby, I think, you know? I mean, you can, but I think but, like, you can't play by yourself, really. Football, you can just do kick-ups. If no one else wants to play, you can just do kick-ups. Yeah. You can do moves. I don't know. Rugby, you can mm-hmm. cut, I guess. Pass the ball. I don't know enough about it. I used to try to make me play rugby because I was fast. I hated it. So I never the wing. Do you ever get those same feelings playing soccer now? Uh, what do you, do you mean, like the high school days? Yeah, I yeah. Obviously, it's way different now. Like you've been doing it for yeah. fourteen years, and you've been getting paid, and it's like 
you've, you've gone through injuries, moved, you know, so yeah. it's, you can't really get this. It would be it's difficult. I mean, I think everything that you did when you were younger and you had no responsibilities is romanticized. For sure. Because, you, like, I wasn't needing football to take care of myself. Yeah. I was just playing for the fun and the love of the game. Yeah. And, like, honestly, that's the, the best way anything can be played. And we're fortunate enough that we've turned it into a job. But imagine if you go out there and, it, you know, as much as you want to win, like, if you don't win, you, your life is not dependent on it. Yeah. It'll be a lot more fun, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I think. But like, that's just not the reality of the job. Yeah. And that's not to not the job, because it's a job compared to possibly working in the office. Yeah. So, but I, yeah, I just think when you're younger, when I think about like playing with action figures or whatever, like, like I didn't have to worry about anything. I wasn't paying any bills. My mom was probably making lunch and my dad was making lunch. Like, I'm completely comfortable to do whatever I want all the time when I'm not at school. Like, great times when you're in the times it's not like that you yeah. feel like you have all these responsibilities oh, i've got to go yeah. to school i've got homework like, yeah, yeah but ultimately looking back if you didn't do, do those things my parents would still would have made sure i'm okay yeah you know? for sure so, yeah that's my take that's good i it's definitely different here yeah it's i mean what did different. you do at recess at school oh i mean i played soccer 100 oh. yeah. percent. we had but we had like but how was the level? That I guess that's what I think. Because in England, I feel like oh, everyone yeah. played soccer to a certain level. Even the worst player was could like knew, yeah, what was going on. Knew the tactics of the game. Like you, like if they weren't good, they would stay at the back. The better players would be going after the ball. Strike the guys who were good at smashing the ball hard would stay, stay up front. Like yeah. everyone had the role already. Everyone knew what they were about. That role. Who they were as a player. Who <laughs> they liked. I, everyone had a team. Like I remember in elementary school. Um, like fifth grade and below. If it was raining, I'd be in playing basketball or wall ball. One of those two okay. every time. And then we got, we had this big grass field that was like really poor grass, but it was like a pasture grass. It was like tall and yeah, yeah, yeah. really thick. Yeah. Um, and so like, but I still really wanted to play, but the problem was there just wasn't really anybody who wanted kids. to play yeah. early on. But then as my class, as we kind of grew up, like we all grew up together, like my class of, of kids, which was like very small. Um, we, as we were older, like I got to dictate more about what the recess looked mm-hmm. like because yeah. you're the upper class, you're like third, fourth grader. So yeah. you know, you're running it. <laughs> Big guys. Um, and I'm like, we got to play soccer. And once we did, everybody wanted to play soccer. Yeah. And so, but the level was poor. Like yeah. you said, it was yeah. poor. I would just. Well, that's where it starts. Maybe that's cool. They're still playing now. Hopefully. And they end up getting actually, it's like they, there's no goals. We just use cones. And then, like, a parent built these posts and then it turned into a real goal. And now there's actual, like, legit goals on this. Is that the far Memorial Field? I didn't, I, it'd be sick. I didn't put any, it was actually, it's kind of weird to think about. I haven't thought about it a ton, but I played every day. If it was not raining, yeah. like from third grade on to fifth grade. That's great. Like, you know, so. That's why you're so good with your feet. It's good, man. It's good, mate. And then middle school, same. But again, not a ton of people wanted to play. Yeah. When you're in middle school, too, everybody's worried about girls at recess, like trying to like talk to girls, you know. See, we just play football. I think I think when I like, this is just my reimagining of what you're saying. It feels like the football games were nice. Were they nice? Would you say were like they were, were like friendly? Like our games were like slide tackles on the tarmac. See, like, no, you're right. No. It, 
they're more like they're more like just for fun, yeah. right? Like there's a couple of good people that played and competed, but otherwise everybody was just like yeah. eh, kicking the ball, whatever, you know? Yeah, yeah, like. We're like crushing people on the tarmac, like holes in your pants, slide tackles. My shoes were destroyed every day. My parents must have bought me 300 pairs of shoes while I was in my school years. That's because why you have so like, many shoes now. It was all on the line, you know? Yeah. Uh, and I think that's a little bit, you can see that kind of, I guess, if you look at Would the girls English play football. Right. Like there's this element of like, yeah, I want to win the game, but I also want to hurt somebody. So... Would girls like watch on the side and like if you won, would they like talk to you? Sometimes. Would it be, would sometimes, it be like that? Sometimes, some girls, but I don't know. I wasn't like I was into just football. I was into just football. I wasn't really watching about that. I was trying to win. Compete. I feel like there was a switch at like middle school where I was like hoping that like. Where you were? were? No, where someone would like watch. I was like hoping that like a girl, but Let's like it's totally girls. like yeah. romantic again romanticized where it's like no one really cares. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah. soccer in America. Well, probably don't even know what they're watching. Right. It's yeah. like, but then Friday night comes around and people are playing football and it's like. Oh, everybody's at the game, like yeah. f- American football. Oh, everybody's American at the game. Yeah. Everybody, like parents, grandparents, people in the community that don't have any ties to the school come because it's just football. Yeah. It's actually really cool. And it's cool to see that. But I just wish it was like, and then my game was like before it, yeah, like yeah. at four o'clock that day, that same day, like eight people were there, yeah, not including crazy. my family. So it's, I don't know. One day it'll change, my friend. Hopefully. I mean, it's changing. It's yeah. changing, I feel like. Football's big business these days. Mm-hmm. You got any more topics? Any good ones? Um, not. A t- I mean, not a ton that we haven't talked about. We yeah, need to have even, another meeting about creating more um, we, topics. We do need to. We do need to. You got because light. Let me see. I've got this too. Well, on top of it, again. What about the plastic straws? Yeah, I saw that one too. I saw that one. Is that I, too deep? Well, I like, I mean, it has to deal a little bit about what, you know, your protection of human life, which is vital. Do you, do you want to say that one? I mean, I don't mind it. I, I just think Amnesia can add to a lot of these okay. ones. The plastic straws and like the reason I remember putting that one was like, it's a cause that people cared about because other people said it was important to care about when in actuality, plastic straws is such a minor thing. Like as far as like waste goes, and I don't think it's a minor thing. Well, you saying that comparatively to other ways that we waste, like bottles, uh, plastic bottles, or plastic bags. I think the difference between those two things is that they found a way we can stop the plastic straws. Right? Maybe they haven't figured out bottles yet. Like, sure, it is a minor thing, but it's also a minor thing that we can change fairly easily. Whereas, like the plastic bottles thing is a bigger thing that is going to be more difficult to change long term because we're so dependent on plastic balls. So. Right. But I, I get what you're saying. Yeah. 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 No, I know. I've that's looked a good, into that's a really good point, thing. but I just felt it felt a little bit like everybody's doing it. So we're going to Starbucks, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, but uh, the thing is, even if everyone's just doing it to be cool and to be trendy, it's still helping. Still better. You know? it, we, I think we mentioned this recently. It's better than a different thing that doesn't help anything. Yeah. Yeah. I see what you're saying. So, well, we talked uh, about the ALS thing that was trendy and cool for athletes to do, but honestly, it still got the message out because yeah. we're talking about it right now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? What were you reading last night? On, uh, I, I caught Matthew reading a magazine. Which I haven't seen a magazine in years. I've seen them. I just haven't seen inside of a magazine. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, Sound on Sound magazine. 
It's a music production magazine. Sick. Uh, I just thought we're going on a trip. I love that. Treat myself. <laughs> Treat piece. yourself. Uh, I mean, the magazines these days, I don't buy very often because I feel like at least 70% of the pages are adverts. Yeah. For Dude, stuff. Holy cow. Like, I think- I'm getting advertised to all the time. So this is a magazine which I feel like still has content in it. And it does have tons of adverts, but... Like you can see by the thickness of the magazine, it's it's, it's like a, there's some articles which are helpful, and obviously I like music production, so that's cool. Something I like. That's very cool. Reading about Manchester United started their last game of preseason about thirty minutes ago. Who are they playing? AC Milan. What's the score? I don't know. I'm checking right now. I don't know. Like they have the international champions cup, right? Mm. That's like their preseason tournament. What do they get for winning it? Because I just saw their, their standings. And Manny's like fourth. And I think Benfica is first in this international champions cup. So what's that even I mean? Don't know. I don't know that it counts for anything, really. Apart from they're trying to play against good teams right. to uh, get Man- ready for the season. And also they're getting where they're playing. Ace Milan, man, he's playing. Like, where, whereabouts they're playing? In, they're playing anywhere, man. Yeah, so like, and I think it's just to bring playing, more supporters right. and make a bit of money. They've got to finance all these big purchases they're making. I don't know. If, I guess probably when the like if they're playing in America, the stadium is making the money, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, and to build team camaraderie, like going on a big long trip, that's yeah. got to be great. Even and though the chance for like the American fans to see him and stuff, you don't get to see him very often. Well, it's keep, one keep one the brand strong. It's one one. Yeah, do you maybe. know who's good for? No, no clue. Okay. We're about to get to halftime, though. Okay. That is our in-pod soccer report from Jordan. <laughs> Probably won't matter at all when what? you guys uh, actually listen uh, to this. But 72 people know the score late. <laughs> you didn't watch that game. The scorers are Suso for Milan, 26 minutes, and Marcus Rashford, 14 <laughs> so minutes. Good. Oh, it's good. Rashford's getting on the scoreboard. It's in Cardiff. He needs to have a big year. He needs to have a big year. But okay. anything more that you want to talk about? Do you want to do homework? Uh, I guess we should dive into homework. We should really, we're going to start probably doing a little bit more research, get some more subjects. So we yeah, can... well, I mean, th- we're still, this is our third podcast on that one meeting we've had to create topics. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I think it's pretty average that we'd run out of topics yes. for that first meeting. It's good. It's good. I suppose we came up with some on the fly. Yeah. Uh, homework. Oof, I, I don't know that I've watched or listened to anything since the last podcast. I know Drake has a he just new release of mm-hmm. some old songs in his care package, but I would say I'm going to go with Rhapsody has a new single out. Uh, with D'Angelo and the Jizza from the Wu-Tang Clan. And I've seen the video. The video is awesome. Uh, it's a lot of women empowerment in there. Uh, a lot of women in, I think they're called burkas. Is that the correct term? Oh, for the headdress? Yeah. Yeah. A lot of women in that. Uh, Mary J. Blige is in the video. Uh, oh, Roxanne cool. Chante is in the video. Two older females. I want to watch that. Still, I think somewhat active in music, but not so much. I don't think Roxanne Chante is so much, but she's one of the founders of female hip hop. Very cool. Uh, so, very cool video. Just. Rhapsody is a very positive rapper. I awesome. think she's the best female MC. She's probably currently inside my top five. She has a new album coming, 
I think maybe next week, which I'm really excited for. She's produced a lot by Ninth Wonder, one of my favourite producers. So. And he's from North Carolina. And I think, believe she's from Snow Hill, North Carolina. Get her, out, get her out to the game, man. North Carolina. Get her out to the game. Go ahead. Um, so don't do a ton of reading. Um, but I am currently reading a book called Love Does by Bob Goff. Mm. It's a collection. Heard of Bob Goff. You've heard of yeah, yeah, he's a big he's a big name, to be fair. Um, especially he's wrote he's written a few really good books, but this is a, one of his first ones that took off. Uh, it's yeah. called Love Does. It's a collection of stories just based on like the action of loving, not just the, the verbal commitment that it can be, but like literally like how love does. It's like it's a, a collection of stories through his life where he's experienced love in a physical form of like doing action, you know, like not like sex, but like, <laughs> like though that is a form of love. I like that you had to clear that up. Yeah. I mean, the way you're looking at me is like, I'm, I'm, just, okay. listening. <laughs> I'm just listening. Guys. It's good. Uh, it's, he has some crazy stories, man, like crazy, crazy stories. And he always ties it in with like a real, um, a real good, like understanding of, uh, of, of how love is an action. And like, especially it's helped, it's helped me look, me and my wife have only been married for two years. So like, obviously nothing's like running dry. Like, I don't think, I don't expect it to ever run dry. Um, but like, it just reminds you that like love is a physical action, like to pursue someone. It can be. It have to be. Right. right. But it looks different than I think movies can sometimes make it out to be like where it's easy or where it's, where it's kind of just like you just say it and then you hang out and you love each other, Um, which is good. But a lot of the times to, to experience this true level, it takes a lot more than just saying, it takes a lot. It's like actions. Yeah. So that's cool. I you think can dive you're telling into it. people who've been married for a long time something they already know, but <laughs> maybe the newlyweds out there, or it's another perspective, potentially. Because I, I am saying something that yeah, I feel like a lot of old like people I may not be married ten years. Yeah, nearly. November seventh be there. I still definitely think you'd get something from this. No, and it's not I, about I marriage. I think I would. I mean, I think anything. Yeah. You read from it, even if you're very comfortable in that area, you'll you'll glean something from it. But oh, for sure, I know. I I also just from what you've said, I know that to be true. Yeah, it's so, awesome. Well, I like it. I like it, George. I like it. So that's your best. recommended read. That's right, man. We should have got Muse's text in, huh? Oh, we oh, we could have. Do you want to just make one up for her? Okay, okay, you can. Let's imagine <laughs> what Muse would say right now. I think something you... dark. <laughs> something. Gothic. Uh, there are only dark gothic shows out there. She said something dark and gothic last time, didn't she? Killing Eve. Oh, it was Killing Eve. Yeah. So. I don't know. I was going to say. Oh, well, maybe we should just get the opposite and pick something light for yeah. her. Yeah. Just wouldn't suit her at all. Friends. <laughs> <laughs> if you haven't seen the show, it's really cool. Uh, if you haven't it's seen It's a little old. Show. It's called Friends. I don't know. I don't know. Who's your favorite character? That's a great question. Uh, I love Chandler Bing. I oh. think he's the funniest. He says some of the funniest things on that show. I'm with you. Chandler is also my favorite. I think he doesn't overdo it like some of those. Like Ross does my name. And he's, he's witty still. You know, Ross yeah. kind of takes that like dumb shy, man. dumb. And then Joey's like the Super cool, dumb. dumb. But cool, Chandler's dumb, like, shy, dumb. he's a little bit more Nerdy informed. Yeah. Yeah. Phoebe, worst character. 
You think Phoebe's Love worse? Bruno. Okay. Just, I don't rate Monica personally. With Phoebe, I just feel like her humor's so obvious. Not necessarily obvious, but just silly. This is very silly. She's so silly. And as an adult human, just misses me a lot of time. Mm. I mean, she has funny moments. Yeah. But I don't know. I mean, they've covered the whole gamut of humor, I feel like. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it is. Are we going to wrap it up there? Yeah. Do you want it? No, no, not really. I'm not much of a intro, outro guy. As is, I was hoping to say rapper, rapper. Rapper, rapper. <laughs> Man, well, this has been the fourth installment. No, that has not. See, we've already failed. We've already <laughs> failed. This is the third installment. Oh, my gosh. I was just trying to get you to... I was trying to get you to wrap up. That's okay. what I was trying to do. Because okay. you would have corrected me and hopefully just gone yeah. with it. Yeah. Okay. That's this is Bingo been... Square. Matt corrects Jordan. Oh, that's not Bingo Square, is it? It should be. That's brilliant, though. We could do, we'll do a new Bingo. Uh, this has been the third installment of the Top Top Pod. Catch us on Spotify, iTunes, Instagram. Um, yeah. We've really enjoyed it. It's just 72 Matt. 72 listeners. 72. 72 listeners. Actually, not even 72 because it's split over two shows, I think. So. <laughs> and there's yeah. half of us, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, from Matt, myself, and Misha, we'd like to thank you for listening to our podcast um, and just kind of diving into these subjects with us. But ultimately, we'll see you next time. And, uh, yeah, signing off. Top, thank top you. pod. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs>